Let's do it. Welcome, welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am the world's sexiest host, the one and only Slider Sports Guy, and I'm joined by a few of my good friends. As always, we start off with the president. What's going on, El Presidente? Hey, see, in the building as always. Let's get it popping on this good Sunday. Good Sunday. It's a good Sunday. We're going to bring your favorite coach's favorite coach. What's going on, LBZ? What it do is your boy, BZ the GOAT, man, coming back one more time with the fellas. Let's get it. And now, you know, we have a guest, man. He was so well received by the overweight women over the age of 50 yeah. that we had to bring them back <laughs> the most popular his most strongest demographic so we brought him back the one and only <laughs> love guru hey hey ron what's going on yeah. hey, hey ron not much big girls need need love too and they like to cook so i'm all the way in the game all the way in the game hey hey, hey you 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 just, you you right about that one you That's right about that we're gonna have to start calling them LL. Yeah, the ladies love the big girls love cool air. The big girl. <laughs> 280 and up. I'm calling you the large lady lover. Yeah. 280. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> you gotta be three something <laughs> to try something, ain't it? Yeah. See if I can fold you up if you're 365. Tell you, if your man. back ain't if your back ain't wide as the mattress, AA Ron don't want nothing to do with you. AA <laughs> hey, Ron, you done been hitting that gym, man. What's that hitting? But hitting that iron getting swole. Well, well, check this, man. A lot going on out in the world. A lot going on out in the world. So, uh, man, I don't even know where we want to start, man. We. You know, everybody talking about Coach Prime, man. Talk about all the bullshit Coach Prime got going on. And they like to cook. Or, or, come on, man. Who over there playing? Who, come on. Come on. Let's get it right, man. We're a professional podcast. We got to get all the other distractions out the background. But check this, though. Everybody talking about um, Coach Prime. Talking about Coach Prime. Coach Prime recently, you know, took over the head coaching job at Colorado. And when he said he, when he came in, he said he was bringing his own baggage, and he said his baggage was Louie. Louie. And, and, and he he wasn't playing, man. Coach Prime came in, told him, young man, in the beginning, y'all might want to look toward the transfer portal. And true enough, here it is. Right after the spring game, they say from the time Coach Prime has came, fifty-one athletes from his team have, have have made it to the transfer portal or already left his program man what y'all think about what, what coach prime doing getting rid of these boys 
Yeah, just exactly like what you said, get rid of them. So some people look at it like 51 people hit the transfer portal and left. Now he told 51 people to leave. <laughs> it's, it's, a difference. it's a difference. And, you know, I'm hitting the transfer portal and my coach don't want me back. So he, he, he's, he supposedly he got some type of plan to get all these people in. But, and you know, just looking from the outside in, you know, it's, it's kind of late, like, after spring practice or whatever. So all you gonna have is, you know, a month or so of summertime before the season, if once you get these people in to actually practice and stuff. So I, I think uh he must have talked to the athletic director and said, hey, you know, I'm gonna get as much talent as I can in here, but don't expect too much this first year, but then after that. Well he goes they, they only won one game last year. You know what I'm saying? That, so go, my, that go my point. That's my point. What was they one and eleven? How many people did you expect him to win? I mean, to keep and and, and turn the program around from a one in eleven team. Mm -hmm. That if, was I was about to say. Actually, that was what I was about. I understand it looks bad because so many people leaving, but right. you one in eleven. So I mean, <laughs> you, you listen. If it was me, I would have got rid of probably seventy people. We don't need none of y'all. Y'all all trash. <laughs> y'all, we won one game. They probably beat Midlands Tech or somebody. Like we ain't. Start over, get out of there, you know what I'm saying? Come back from scratch, you know. Yeah, yeah. Who did they beat? Anybody know? Yeah, oh, well, whoever it was, probably was the blind. But listen, what do coaches get judged off of? Wins and losses. Wins and losses. losses. So now he's seen the era of the coach prior to him. Why would he come back and try to run it back with that garbage? Oh, I agree. Oh man, that ain't smart. If you prime, what does prime do? He uses his celebrity to get what he wants, right? Mm -hmm. So give him this year and watch what they do, man. Watch, watch, watch the kind of players that prime bring in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like this next year, probably gonna be rough. Well, my thing is, I think all he has to do this next year, if he win four games this next year, you know, I, I think. He, he'll set the precedent, and, and, and nobody nobody at Colorado should get mad. I mean, if he wins four games. But this is college no. football, man. College football, people crazy. It, it ain't the SEC now. If it's the SEC, he came and won four games. You know, they, they might tell me to hit the door. But, uh, but you know, college football, man, people crazy in college football. People crazy. But I tell you what, if he mess around and they become bowl eligible next year, if they win six, seven games. I'll give him the keys to the city. Dog, they might even just carve his face in the side of one of the mountains in Colorado, dog. <laughs> hey, hey, <clears throat> he, they might, he, hey, but the thing about it is, he's gonna, he, he, to win four games, that's great. But for him to win two games and be competitive, I think that's that's all you can really ask from him. I mean, he can't. He ain't a miracle worker in one year. Should they be better? They probably will be. But the thing about it is, with all that hype, he's gonna have to win soon. Yeah, I think his son. How many years his son got left? Two more years. I got two. Yeah, y'all think he's gonna be a uh, good top nope. D one quarterback? Nope. Cause next year he's gonna get his ass tore. He'll be uh, Cordell Stewart minus the switch. <laughs> my, my hey, but check this out. The thing ahead. about it, if you look at his numbers, when he has a clean pocket, he was like 70-something percent 
completion rate. But when you blitz him, he's horrible. And what, and what do most college teams do? They bring heat. They blitz him. Well, and he's going to step up in, in competition, too. Mm-hmm. And see, see, here go the thing. True enough, he's going to step up in competition. And, you know, here's a look at the schedule right here. Here's a look at the schedule. He's going to step up in competition, yeah, but he's also not going to have the strongest line in front of him. So he's going to be yeah. running. He's going to be running for his life. Or skilled players. Yeah. Well, he you know, skill, no- now skilled players. Now, here go the thing about skilled players, man. I truly believe uh, it's not a lot separating uh, once you get D1 skill players, it ain't a lot separating them. It, it, you know, all you know, most of them. If, if, if but it, it, most of it, when I think the separation from skill players is is the program you go to and who getting you the ball. Like everybody got a six five receiver who run a four four. You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, everybody don't. They, that's no, not. I'm no, no, going. no, everybody D, don't. D1, they do. They made diamond doesn't now. D1, bro, I think so. I think so. I think in D1, there's you a separation s- in talent on teams. Yes. Not just across. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's a separation. No. But what I'm saying. Come on, Sly. I'm saying in skill positions. In skill. I know. That's what I'm talking about. In, in skill yeah. positions, do you think the gap is that wide? In sk- is the gap wider? And, it, and follow me on this one. Is the gap wider in skill position skills or the trenches, the offensive line. I think the gap is wider in the trenches. The gap yeah, is wider. You ain't gonna you you ain't gonna be able to at the smaller levels. You ain't gonna find the size. Yeah. of linemen. Yeah. Yeah. I so think there's a di- there's a difference in 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 skill, guys. That's the reason you got round one talent and you got yeah. round seven undrafted talent. But but a lot of that though. But but I've seen. I I, I if you think about it, there are some. Some D two guys and D, you know, one double A guys, FCF guys who play receiver. And I'm talking, and this is just receiver and running back. I'm I'm talking about receiver and running back. Some of those guys, they are five ten and five eleven. If they were six two, six three, they would be playing in the SEC. But the fact that he's five ten playing wide receiver or five nine playing wide receiver. That's why he's at uh, South Carolina State instead of the University of South Carolina. You see that's what I'm saying? That, that's yeah. some, sometimes. So, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 follow, I follow you some. And, 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 and I agree. Now, they, you, you do have a Peter Ward. You know what I'm saying? You do have just these athletes that are just head and shoulders above everybody. You know what I'm saying? But I say a, a lot of it, it comes down to those intangibles. And coaches recruit recruited intangibles. If you got a receiver who's six four and run a four five, or you got a receiver who five eight and run a four three, a lot of them coaches don't look at that that six five over that five eight. Or you got a receiver he could have all the intangibles, but in high school he went someplace and they ran the wing team. Or the triple option. Or the triple option. Yeah, the triple option. Yeah, well, wait a minute. Well, he could be the reason they run the wing. <laughs> Did you look at it like that? Yeah, yeah hey, that big joke could have been the reason they ran the wing key. Because you ain't going to tell me as a coach. I'm just saying, I know we had a coach that believed in run, run, run. Get it. 
you ain't gonna tell me you got this 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 Megatron type dude out there, and you ain't gonna throw it up to him three that, four times a game. That's cause he that's had the problem was, with that receiver. Hey, he was a five star in size, but he had one star hand. Ain't <laughs> you throwing the ball? You, what you go? He gonna drop every pass. Hey, one star still get recruited, so you gotta say zero star. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> not, not at not at six, five, nah, man. But we not, but we not hands that don't catch the ball. That's why they run the ball all the time. You see the big receivers, he just a decoy. He can't catch. But that's or he or outside tight end. Yeah. I ain't talk, but I ain't talking about those guys. I'm talking about you know when you go and look when because because I've gotten the call. I gotten the call a lot of. B2 and FCS games, or, or one double A game. I got to call a lot of those games. And you see a lot of the talent, especially at D2, some of the talent. Now, now listen, and I'm saying some. I'm saying some. I ain't saying all. Now, it's, it's, it's a big difference. But there's some guys at D2, when you see them play, you know they don't belong. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You, said. right. You, know, you know they don't belong at D2. But a lot of times they didn't have the grades to go where they were supposed to go. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times they had some attitude problems, some some off the field problems, some issues like that. And that's why they ended up at these lower level schools. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, a dude that I played college against, he played at Lambeth University and I think it's either Lebanon, Tennessee or somewhere down there. Yeah, Jackson. Um, yeah, it might be. Um, Ron Dixon. Dog, this dude had almost 390 yards total offense. He, re- he had a 90-yard punt return, <laughs> a 96-yard catch, a 70-yard something catch, and he ended up going to the Giants, and he ended up running the kickoff back in that Super Bowl against um, the Ravens. So I, I, to a certain degree, that's why I say I do agree with you to a certain degree, but even with that being said, there was still a difference in him and the guys at Florida State and Jacquez Green them at Florida. You see what I'm saying? And, and I think, but I think, though, you have those diamond in the roughs, though, in, in D2 and, and 1AA who, yeah. who could play out of Florida State, but they had something come across that path. He ended up, you know, you, you end up at, at a college for a reason. You, but it's also a numbers game, though. Yeah, it's a number. You, you know, know you, you get so many scholarships. How many do you have to designate to a wide receiver? Or what's your need coming back in? So numbers play a lot a, a lot in, a, a lot to do with that too. Hey, that's that's what makes the transfer portal kind of a good thing. Cause yeah. you know, everybody don't mature or, or develop at the same time. Like somebody could be a twelfth grader and they ain't that great for two years from now, they cold as hell. You know what I mean? And now they done went to a D two school, one double A or whatever, and now they ready. Mm-hmm. And now and now they go to the B one and, and ball out. But the transfer portal is also good and bad because now these new high school kids coming out, are you gonna uh, if you're in the transfer portal, you're a coach. Are you gonna take an unproven 18 year old or you gonna take this 20 year old that's more physically developed and already has college experience? Well, well, here go here go another thing about the transfer portal. What people are missing? Answer my question. Oh, you you are hundred percent right. You're gonna take the college guy. But that's here, what I'm saying. So but here, it kind of hurt. Here's the thing where where that's going to balance its way its way back out because all these kids have that that extra year, that COVID year, and yeah. so now you know you can take it's it's messing up recruiting because you got kids who can come back 
and they can play another year. But once all those COVID years, once in, in about two more years, when all the COVID years are gone, what's going to happen? Coaches are still going to have that that opportunity to go to the transfer portal and get players. But if if you leave the University of South Carolina to go, if you leave South Carolina State to go to the University of South Carolina, okay, so that means an 18-year-old won't get that chance at South Carolina, but it's still a scholarship. It's two scholarships open now at South Carolina State. So they'll have that, that scholarship that they had coming in plus the guy that left. So what ends up happening, the transfer portal, the way it's really hurting kids, it's hurting them from going to a top, to the school that they want to go to their first choice. They won't be able to go to their first choice, but their second choice is going to be there. You see what I'm saying? So, hey, check this out. It's a dude that played for East Tennessee State that's seeking his eighth year of eligibility. That's ridiculous. That's his name ridiculous. is Jared Folks. He, he, they said when he started playing football at Temple, most of his teammates were in fifth grade. That's, that's fucking ridiculous, man. Ain't no way here. <laughs> your, college, your college career is over. It's over. Yeah, you, said, man. you said East Tennessee State? Yeah. Yeah, I remember they shut down their program for a little while. East Tennessee State had shut down their program. Man, Aaron, fix your goddamn screen, Aaron, man. We sitting up in Aaron, you sideways. You got to be upside <laughs> down. Man, I, I'm getting dizzy over here looking at you, man. Hey man, we're a professional podcast. I, uh, I, I, apologize. I apologize. There you go. Man. I had I know we're a professional podcast. I had something I didn't want on the screen, but it's all right. Next time I just let you, you know. What I'm please, saying? please Wait. keep that off the screen. Yeah, we ain't gonna ask. <laughs> we ain't gonna ask. Have your point on the screen, man. No, it's my medicine. I, I it's a little medicine. I was trying to get my medicine together. Okay, I got you. I got you. Well, you know what's about that either. Yeah, you know, oh, you know what? Since we got you right, man. Since we got you right, we need to go ahead and uh, bring you on here for the reason you're on here. You're on here for your great uh, relationship advice. You being the love guru, man. We yeah. got we got some people reaching out to us, man, and they need they need our help, man. Because because they go to think about the Rip Twenty Eight podcast, man. We we love to help people out. Uh, give advice, help all our viewers and our, our listeners out, man, because we're, we're pretty much everywhere. Man, Brian, Brian, where are we, man? Where, where can they find us at, Brian? Man, we are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. We on Spotify, which we need y'all to go and check it out and get our numbers up. We on Podbean, Podbay, Anchor. Anywhere you can get a, YouTube, uh, get a um, podcast, you can find the RIP28 podcast along with the love guru, Mr. Um, a, a. Ron himself. And, and here it is, man. With, man, with, with Aaron, man. Um, we're gonna bring up this letter, man. The folk, the folk need your help, man. And and hopefully we can get some advice to this brother. We're gonna start out like this. Uh, the letter is uh, help me. It says, What up, fellas? I need some help. My wife and I have been together for about three years. We have our ups and downs but we mostly have ups. My problem is her family. They are straight up hood. I'm talking about straight Southeast DC. We can't even have shit at our crib. 
because the last time we did something, them fools got the fighting and the shit spilled out into the street. One of them got the pistol and was threatening to shoot his own damn brother. I can't have that around me. I live in a nice, respectable neighborhood. My neighbors call the cops and now they look at me funny. I told my wife that they can't come back around. Now she's mad at me. My wife loves her family and she acts like this shit is normal and it is cool. I don't get it. She's a well-educated woman who has a corporate job. She should be better than this. How did I get her to let go of her hood-ass family? Mm-mm. How can you get her to let go of her hood-ass family, man? Well, it sounds like he knew she had a hood <laughs> family before time, so he, he chose that that life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But But... You know, you can have stuff at other people's house too. Don't just don't invite them to your house. <laughs> hey, I was about to say it, the, the first solution would be Airbnb. If if you live in a nice neighborhood, when they come in town, get a little Airbnb in the hood where they all feel comfortable. Like find one that's kind of cheap <laughs> in the hood, and you can shoot at each other and fight, and ain't nobody gonna call the police. They ain't gonna say nothing. They are gonna record it and watch. And, and secondly, they gonna put on Facebook. Yeah. Secondly, he sounded a little soft. He sounded a little scary because he said he can't have it around. His wife been like that. She didn't just start being a hood. He knew. He went to the hood, got a hood rat, she sent her to school, you know what I'm saying, made her successful. Now she got a good job. So he knew that. <laughs> he knew what she was. Listen, he tried to like he didn't know she was like that. He had to meet him if, the, if she got married. So they came to the wedding, probably told the wedding though. <laughs> got drunk on Hennessy, dancing, you know what I'm saying? Do it. So he knows. Oh, they was on that ENJ, they went on on him. Yeah, you probably, yeah, hey, but man. he said he pulled it. They were drinking moonshine. So, hey, for real, dog. Man, he, he can't, of course, he can't let his old lady go, but he got to let her know if he's scared or he's soft, like AA Ron said, dog, you got to let her know, hey, they can't come back around because you're going you, you gonna to force us out of here. You gonna force she a corp she a corporate thug she like Jesus she a corporate thug she got that that corporate life in her too but she got that thug like of her family we we no. we know a homeboy like that we you know he's scared to say something this way because he know he'll get his jaw broke because but listen I, I just got a quick question when he when she when he says she's a corp she has a corporate job is that like a manager at McDonald's or Burger King? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's levels the corporate job. He but she, she said that she well educated though, so it, 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 it might well okay. I got it. I'm just saying it might it might be it might be Ruby Tuesday or Red Lock. You know what I'm saying, like good, so good, good question, man. Good question. Just asking because you saying you a manager at CVS that don't that that's corporate, but it ain't like he making it about. You know what I'm saying? She could be. He might he might old he might have mistook what she thought. She got a little education, you gonna change. It's just in her. She from Broad River, probably it's in her. And she ain't gonna never change. You just every listen, everybody we know from Broad River women, right? No matter where they go, how successful they get, we know it's a little bit of it in them, and every now and then they pop out. So you, you can gotta take them off Broad River, but you can't take the Broad River out of them, hey Ray Ron. Can't take <laughs> can't take it out of them. So he might, I mean, he ain't gonna leave them, so he might have to just. I said Airbnb might be hey, a good compromise. Hey, he's scared to leave him because he don't know what they're gonna do to him. Oh, he's scared. He can tell about. He can tell look, He probably was trembling when he was taking when he was writing. Man, hey, they they pulled a piss out. You know, he was scared. He probably was in the house. 
<laughs> boy, y'all don't hey, cut him hey, no slack, hey, boy. Y'all he, ain't cutting him no slack. Hey, he, he said, Come he on, said, man. he said the uh, neighbors called the police. It probably hell. He's in the bathroom. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. One, two, seven, Brookshire Drive. Somebody hey, come trying quick. To, trying, to, trying to disguise his voice. <laughs> I don't live here, but they, they shooting, I think. Yeah. And the white people, Boy, man, listen, white people gonna look at you funny when you have a get together and you turn too black. Yeah, they gonna look at, because he probably be pretending mm -hmm. like he wanted them, and now they see your in-laws kind of wild, and he, you know. <laughs> well, well, he, he go to think, man. Y'all talking about, you know, you know who you married. Oh, and, and we talk about this all the time when we come down to, you know, getting people pregnant and stuff like that, knowing who you with. So he knew this chick was from the hood. He, he knew his wife was a hood rat, but well, I don't want to say his wife was a hood rat, but he knew she had a hood rat family, but you chose to marry her. You are not going, whatever you do, you can't tell, you can't tell your wife um, she can't be around her family. That ain't gonna work. Especially if she tight with her family, she love her family. If you come out and say, yo, you can't be around your family, that ain't gonna work, man. Your wife ain't, you know, especially she a black woman. She a black woman. You ain't gonna can't tell no woman, you know, what to do. Now, if you the man, it's your house. You can say these motherfuckers ain't allowed over at my house no more. You can say that, and you can make that clear. You can make that clear. Now you are gonna have to fight. You are gonna have to deal with that. You might not get no coochie for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? But but you you got the way the benefits. You got to show her. You have to take the lead in your relationship and show her, hey, this is what happens when you bring them over here. You know, we, we got an HOA. I'm in the neighborhood with an HOA. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. I can't I can't have this. And no. huh? If he wrote this letter, you think he man enough to well, say that? I was about to say, in order for him to say that, he gotta have slang major dangling to be able to tell somebody in woman that he ain't doing it. He wrote us. He don't, he, he don't even have his own. He writing to me. Hey, Aaron, what I'm going to do? Dog, I, if you got to write me, you in trouble anyway. I don't have no good advice. <laughs> My advice, man. Airbnb. Hey. Airbnb. But that ain't no bad idea, though, because if, yeah, if, if like, you feel uh, like. I ain't spending no like, money. No, but uh, well, yeah, I, I get all of that. But if you feel like you you can't tell her not to bring her family around. You 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 can definitely keep it away, but that's you got to put your foot down and tell them, hey, we ain't doing this. We're gonna take it to an Airbnb, and everybody gonna chip in. Man, you better than me because I'm not spending no money to have no cookout just so I can't bring no bring no crazy folk over to my house. You know, I, I'm just not letting you come over to my house. It's it it sounds like they live in the same time. But yeah. as wild as, as she say, you probably spending money when they leave because they probably disrespecting your yard, driving <laughs> on the grass, tearing up stuff. You know, so right. it would be cheaper to let them tear somebody Airbnb for one night. It's only one night. Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm with Sly. I ain't you. You just ain't coming. You, you ain't invited. Don't bring. Don't come by. Cause I, I, I ain't with all that. You got to pack up and go to the Airbnb and do. Nah, bro. You y'all hey, just better than jumped at the gas station, though. Hey, and if, and if it get too bad, they come. I'm leaving. And it's better whatever, than get jumped at the gas station. And, and whatever happened, happened while I'm gone. So you you deal with uh the police and all them coming through there. And nah. see see how you handle that. 
Nah, I ain't about to let you mess up my house, bro. Ain't no I, man. I'm about to yeah, say you can't. Ain't no, well, ain't no I don't head. care how crazy you ain't gonna run me out my house now. Man, where I lay my head at, dog, and I yeah, pay the boy. bills? No, you crazy. Nah, you just got to prove a point. So, so it would go down, and I'm gone. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't kicking it with, with my folks. I'm gonna go kick it with my partners. Like, y'all have y'all little get together this one time, and then uh, something happened. You take you know, care of it. If they pull the pistol out while you there, what you think they, they gonna do when you ain't there? When you ain't call there, the police. Mind you, he said he pulled a pistol on his own brother. Don't so you gotta think, think about now. That's why, like, I can see a stranger. That's his own brother. He pulled a pistol on, so you know he gonna do you dirty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you think he care about you if he pulling out that 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 thing on his brother? He don't care not about you because you ain't related to him. <laughs> he don't care not about your house. He told you that when he pulled a pistol out. Man, I don't care nothing about your house. You can get kicked out. Call the police neighbors. Hey, but you know what? I, but the, in all seriousness, there is something I read when he put that, that letter back up. That kind of, it, it might be a little deeper than just that. When he says that little line where he says, pull it up one more time. There you go. She should be better than that. Yeah. In this. She should be better than this, right? Sometimes when people say certain stuff, it gets to the heart of the real matter. I think really, you might be a little ashamed of of, of a hood ways as, as they've been married for a couple of years and got older. And now he's thinking that she should, or oh, she got a good job to make money. She should separate herself from her family, friend, you know what I'm saying? The lifestyle that she's accustomed to. So it could be, he might not have never been in the hood. He might be like, well-educated, come from the other side of the, you know, the tracks or whatever. And I think he just might be kind of ashamed of her behavior at times. And it might be consistent because it, it's not only just the family. She probably she probably wild out a little bit when she in public too. Especially when she go to the kids' uh, baseball games or something. Yeah. She probably get a little loose. So he see it coming and he trying to get it stopped before it costs. Hey, Sly, you supposed to chew that. You ain't supposed to just suck it up like it's a milkshake. Chew it first. <laughs> you know, I don't want nothing to happen to you. Chew it first before you choke. Hey man, your brother's hungry, man. Brother's hungry. But, yeah, but, but chew it first. You 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 it like it's soda. Chew it, man. <laughs> but but it's you know. But but about about Boy, this letter though. Y'all ignorant, man. About this letter, man. Um, you got to step up. You know, we always, you know, sometimes we talk about you know you got to be a man, control your house or whatever. And, and sometimes you say it jokingly or or whatever, but this is your house, man. This this is this is where you live. You are responsible for everything that go on in that house. You know what I'm saying? You you responsible legally for stuff to go in that house. If these fools get to your house and they get to cutting up and acting a fool, let's say they get to fighting and throw somebody through the glass table. They throw somebody to, through the glass table. What them hood ass cousin? They they can go and sue you. For getting hurt on your property, you know what I'm saying? They can sue you for getting hurt on their property. What if they get the, the worst? What worst case scenario? They get if dude went out there and he pulled out a pistol and he actually started shooting. What if the bullet go through the neighbor house? You know what I'm saying? Hit a neighbor. Now you liable. You know what I'm saying? You gonna you gonna get put out. You gonna get put out your neighborhood for 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 something because because they can't folk can't act. And if your wife can't understand that, bro, you might have picked the wrong one. 
you know, you, you, you might have picked the wrong one. If your old lady can't understand that, she can't dig that, you, you, you might have the wrong one. And you got to be firm with it. And, and, and if it's me or I'm pretty sure any of my brothers on this podcast, we're going to let them know you can't come over, especially if you get to the point where they pulling out the pistol on their own family. You know, you know, you get to fighting, uh, you get to being loud talking and stuff. You, you know, you gotta understand. You know, yeah, yeah, that's one thing. That one thing, but the pulling out the pistol—that's the one that 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 takes it a little bit too far. You know, not even a little bit. That doesn't take it a whole lot too far. Pulling out the pistol, so you ain't, brother. You got you got to do better, man. You know, you gotta do. You gotta you gotta put. And, and you know, I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think we got a consensus. You got to tell your old lady your people, her people can't come over; they can't come back. Anybody think any, anything otherwise? Agreed. No. Agreed. No, no. But but you know, Aaron brought up a real interesting point. He was talking about um, that 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 did she grow out of this hood? you know, mentality or whatever. I guess when they first met, when you met her, you knew that that they was hood, you know, you know, in the hood and had a hood mentality. You know, did, did anybody grow out of it or did he grow out of it? So the thing is, it's kind of talk about growth as a relationship. You know, what what, do you, what does growth as a relationship mean? Or, or how do you show growth as a relationship? And, you know, sometimes is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Growing in a relationship, man. Yeah, I think growth is always good, but sometimes people grow apart, and that's kind of a scary thing. Or good. Thing. Sometimes, sometimes people grow mentally and emotionally, and as they, you know, start to mature, the things that they were into or the, what they liked about a person, like you know, girls when they're young, they all like the drug dealers, the dangerous dude, the gang bank, the, the, the guys mm-hmm. that live dangerously. As they mature and they start to grow in their expectations of a man, they no longer want that. So they might have been with a drug dealer 10 years. Then they start looking around and realize this this is, it was cool when I was 19. Not cool at 35. Because what's going to happen when, you know, he makes that fatal mistake and I, I got two kids and now I'm by myself and I just want to live a regular life. And, you know, he's still out there toting guns and running wild. And, I, you know, I want to go to work. At uh, Burger King every day, and uh, you know, make the onion rings. Make the onion rings on point. She make the she make the onion rings. She's thirty five. He pay all the bills. She make the onion rings though. But it's onion rings. <laughs> she like you want to bring some onion rings home tonight. Oh yeah. By the, <laughs> by the way, uh, women of the world of Facebook, I'm joking because I know y'all will be inboxing me talking about. Yes, I'm so bad about women. We make good job. So. Yeah, y'all make more money. Y'all have great jobs. It's a joke. Don't embarrass me talking about I hate women because I don't hate women. I love them all, even the big ones, big big ones. Especially the big ones, the three techniques. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, man, and, and that's the hard thing, man. When you when you pick your mate, you know, a lot of people think they pick their mate and they just picking that mate, but you're picking the family too. You, you are picking the family too. And, you know, it depends on how close, like, you know, some people ain't close to their family. Some people like that, yeah, screw it. And, you know, I, I don't mess with my family. And the people who aren't close with their family, they usually ain't close with their family for a reason. 
there's usually a reason you ain't close to your family. But you know, there's some people, man, you have these real large families, you know, their mom done had, you know, eight, nine kids or something. So, you know, you you getting with a gang. <laughs> you know what I'm You ain't just getting with a family, you get you picking up a whole a whole gang. So you got to know how to how you're gonna live with that with that gang. And and if you are not a strong willed person, if you're not a person who can establish, you know, this is our household and this is how we're gonna do stuff, man, you're gonna get run over by that family. And it looked like he getting run over by his family right now. It looked like they're running over. My way down nipping in the bud, what they what they say. Hey, don't 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 let it uh drag on too long because you know. It'd be unstoppable after a while. Yeah. It's all, then you had to make real life decisions. Like, hey, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell y'all something we ain't think about. What if they? What if they got kids together and they kids? Yeah, I was, about, yep. I was about to say the kids. You see what I'm saying? So certain things you don't want around your kids. So if they do have kids, or if y'all don't have kids, y'all need to go ahead and put a quick end to it. Especially if you got kids, because like Sly was saying, they get out there and that guy pull that gun out. And this an errant shot, and they hit one of them kids. You really, really gonna have a bad day. Yeah, I mean, I mean but without the shooting or whatever, you, you don't want them around that environment. Because yeah, apparently, you didn't got to the point to the neighborhood to where you trying to get away from stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> and now you now, now you gonna just bring it back to where you stay. Yeah, you just inviting it over there, dog. So yeah, I, I I think they need to do something about that quick. And I would for me. I couldn't have you back to my house once you put my my livelihood in jeopardy. And it's about boundaries. Like they got to set like any relationship. Like he had to set boundaries. Like with the family, he got to have boundaries. Same way he would with a man. Like he wouldn't let a man come in his house and do what he want to. Just some random dude with his wife. So you got to set those boundaries of like, listen, this is where it stops. So, you know, and if you can't do that, then he probably a simp anyway, and his woman out there chasing a thug on in Southeast D.C. because that's where he says she's from. Yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all right, man. Because I mean, you, how many times you gonna let somebody come over your crib and do and, and cut food at your house? No matter who it is, family, not family, strangers or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, this has to stop now. This is my house. You gotta respect it immediately. Expeditiously, <laughs> in the words of Ti, expeditiously. So, but that really, that really make me wonder though. How's his household ran? It, it made me wonder how is his household really ran? Um, because because you know what type of people coming over there. You know when the family come over there for Thanksgiving. You know who they are, and. And if you allow that, because before the dude pulled the gun, you knew who the family was. And you knew that, you knew, probably knew that was a potential of what was going to happen. Because don't nobody pull a gun on their brother, and that's just the first time something ever happened. You know, you pull a gun on your brother, y'all, y'all been going at it for a while, you know what I'm saying? For it to reach that point, to pull a gun. And you're talking like a, a well-rounded, um, sensible person. It's a whole bunch of people who ain't well around the sensible people out here. <laughs> <But> that- <laughs> so it could have been the first time, ain't no telling. But it's, it's just like, man, so, some people crazy out here, dog. 
Tell just me. think about just think about a set of brothers we went to school with. Yeah. You never would have thought that. Oh man, you know it's crazy. It happened to two sets of brothers we went to school yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So it, you know, it's I, just, I don't I, know, man. You're right. I, I ain't think about that. Yeah, obviously the family is 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 helping run this household. That yeah. family holds a lot more weight in their household than him. That's obvious. Right. You know, for us to even be having this conversation. Yeah. You got you got the man up, my bro. Yeah. You got the man up. You got to go to your old lady and say, look, I can't keep you away from them, but I damn sure can keep them away from us. And, and that's what it comes down to. Damn sure I'm going to keep them away from us. They ain't allowed back over here. Like, Y'all just take your ass to a buffet and sit yeah. down. Like, I know, <laughs> I know my neighborhood. I, if I get about two weeds in my yard, they call them the HOA. So, you know, somebody shooting. <laughs> somebody pulling pistols out in the middle of the driveway. We got and you know, they, you know they talking loud, taking their shirts off, uh, throwing yeah. up gang signs. <laughs> no, man, the brother, brother. And a pure D fool. Brother man got to talk to her unless she pull a pole out on him because he say she from the hood. Then don't yeah, have that yeah. conversation. If yeah. she strapped up, don't have that conversation. Just, <laughs> just, just let it ride. Move, you move. <laughs> you, you, know hey, you, you know it's crazy though. You talk about your HOA. You know you get two weeds in y'all. Man, these HOAs is kind of crazy back in my HOA. You you can't have. Um, we can't have multicolored mulch in the yard. You gotta have one solid mulch in your. If I if I put black mulch in front of the door around the trees, I gotta have black mulch around everything. That's how I'm like, God damn. Yeah, I'm like, hey. do I own this house? Yeah, everything I got to do. You can't uh, certain HOAs. You can't park on the grass. Like I'm like, dog, that's my grass. Uh, <laughs> if I want to get that. out here and do donuts on this mug, I can do it. Yeah, you can't have cars. Say, say, say you like yeah. you like working on cars or something. You can't yeah. have a broke down car in your yard. Yeah. Now I ain't mad at that one now. <laughs> I ain't mad at that one. <laughs> I, I ain't mad. I, I agree I, with that. I one. mean, it, it's certain situations. Nah, man. It, 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 it's funny though because my HOA. Uh, in my old house, my old house, um, I, I used to, I, I worked for DirecTV. I was an installer, you know, years ago I had worked for DirecTV and we could drive our work van home. And the our HOA told me that I couldn't have my work van in my yard. I couldn't have my work van, you know what I'm saying, in, in my driveway. And I said, I said, shit, work man paying for this fucking house. <laughs> shit, that's how I'm paying for the house. Y'all got to be crazy. Y'all got to be crazy. So, but they uh, they said, shit, I get a letter every month about that man. Throw, that, throw it right in the trash. I, like, I care less. I can care less, man. But, but yeah, man, these HOAs, it, it's tough, man. So, and next time I'm getting gonna be out by itself. I'm gonna try to give me some acres or something. Yeah, yeah. Get you your own piece of land and uh, throw your house in the middle of your own piece of land. You know, I want a house with a pond, man. I want a house with a, with a pond in the backyard. Big old catfish in it. 
Mm-hmm. We'll we'll stop. We'll stop it's going to be called Lake Varnell. What should we do? Did you miss me? <laughs> Hey, I'm Jay Little, the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method. That's truth, love, and community. So whether coaching corporate or individual clients and giving individual and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.fordcc.net or give us a call at 803 803- Four five seven five four one three. Once again, this is Jay Little, and I'm with Ford Counseling and Consulting. But but yeah, yeah we were just talking about Martin. Yeah, yeah Martin. It's funny though, Martin. Like what was he talking about? High steel. You know, it's still relevant, man. Hey, it don't age. Like like I seen the show, and it, it was just like I seen it for the first time, man. So. But oh well, man. Hey, man. I hope we uh, helped you out, some man. We tried to give you a little bit of advice. I hope, I hope that it helped you out and got you into a good place. But true enough, man. That's just how we believe, man. You just you got to man up. Bro. You got to man up. Keep them away from your house, and most importantly, let your old lady know that that her family ain't invited. And and the messed up thing is by saying your family ain't invited because. Let's put it like this, your family, I would say your family's not invited for big gatherings. Because I'm pretty sure she might have one sister who don't cause no problems or something like that. And you just can't say ain't nobody from your family invited. I was about to say that too. I was like, so you got you gotta uh, you gotta make a list and, and scratch <laughs> out some names. Say these, these folks can't come over. <laughs> no, hey, just put it like this, none of your cousins. Keep yeah. all your cousins away, cause <laughs> We know they gonna act stupid. Say the one. Junebug now. Junebug. Theo. He can't be doing. He can't mess with this. The one who pulled out the pistol. He definitely ain't invited. He can't. He number one on the list. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'm telling. We are gonna have metal detectors. We'll stop that real fast. <laughs> Come on here. <laughs> Gotta have a search. Gotta get Pat he got searching because he. <laughs> he can't. Uh, come. You know, he, he gonna go hey. to the trunk. He gonna leave it in the car. <laughs> hey, I'm about to go pop the trunk. This is our real hey. lock him out, though. He walked hey, outside, he, he bring, locked out. He can't come if back. He bring a, if he bring a gun to the family gathering, he'll steal. What kind of life he living? He bring the pistol to the cookout. Well, you, you know, know he's still, hey, hey, Ron, you can't put nothing down around him. None right, of yeah. your jewelry, nothing. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to Well, they say the food got the fighting and it spilled out into the street. So man, he might have been respectable and had it in the car. He might, he might have still had it in the car. He might have didn't bring it in the house. So he's a little respectable. Yeah, he was glad to get out there and they get from, out there in the street. Nah, they from South DC. He ain't let that man walk to his car, grab his pistol, and come back. <laughs> nah, he had that thing on. He matter of fact, he was holding on to it when they was arguing. <laughs> Shauna talking about. I'm going to the car and get my other guns. Yo. <laughs> a white man can't jump, man. Like, who want to mess with Hollywood coach? No, straight out of. Oh, you know that dude who played that part was a 
Uh, NBA, he used to play in the NBA. Uh, his name Marcus, Marcus Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He used to be in the NBA. He, he, he was one of Michael Jordan's favorite players. Mike uh, said he idolized him. Well, I yep. didn't know that. Yeah, I knew he was in the league. He used, to, he used to put buckets on fools, though. Mm-hmm. Wow. But he played the hell out of that role, though. <laughs> hey, why, 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 why can I see A.A. Ron playing that role, dog, up at St. Andrews Park? Well, no, nah, that dude, that dude could dunk. I mean, he, he could actually play. Well, hey, we, we ain't talking about skill, though. We're talking about of, uh, of astronomers. Allegedly, allegedly, that might have happened a time or two in St. Andrews Park, but I can't either confirm or deny that it ever happened. Mm-hmm. That's allegedly. allegedly, though. That's a long, 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 long time ago. Before they tore it down and built a new one, allegedly, there was a time when some guy might have went outside and got went to his car. Hey, that was a long time. I'm going to tell you, one of our classmate brothers, straight out the veal, uh, you know who I'm talking about, his, his older brother, one of our classmates who, uh, I don't know how I put this, his cousin moved down from New York. His cousin could handle the ball real good, from, and he had moved from New York. But but his cousin, older brother, he would he was always playing Saint Andrew Park, and when stuff ain't go right for him, he was one of the ones who would go out to the car. <laughs> He'd go out to the car and make, and make sure. <laughs> I say, ain't nobody want to come out the gym. <laughs> so we gonna even the score up a little bit. Uh-huh. I win the game, but I'm gonna win something else. I'm gonna win something else, man. Hey. Yes, sir. That was a good old days, man. The good old days balling at St. Andrews Park, man. You know what, man? Speaking of the good old days, we're going to have to take a walk, man. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a, we gonna have to take a walk, man. You know what we like to do? We like to take a walk down the 90s block. The 90s block, man. We go back to the 90s and we pick out something in the 90s, the almost favorite decade. And we throw a little comparison. You know, it's funny. We was talking about Martin a little bit earlier. And one of the great scenes with Martin, they had two. These this, nuts. They had two. <laughs> they had two of uh, parodies of this uh, of this group song. We're talking about the great Jodeci. We're talking about the great Jodeci. You know, Martin, they did for, Forever Shanae and then they had Martin coming out and singing with Jodeci on the Varnell Hill show. So uh, so we're going to choose a couple of Jodeci songs, and we're going to figure out which one is the one, the best one, man. First off, we start off with Come and Talk to Me. Come and Talk to Me. And then we do uh, Lately, or the last Lately. one is Forever My Lady. Now, which one? Which one? Come and Talk to Me, Lately. Or forever, my lady. Which one of these Jodeci songs is the one? Forever, my lady, because it made it on Martin. Forever, Shanae. Yeah. I don't know, man. Lately, though, you take that Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder remix. Man. Lately, lately, I had the strangest feeling. Hey, yeah, yeah. I, I go first. I go first. Yeah, I'm gonna go with lately. I just went, yeah. fool. Yeah. You, <laughs> uh, you don't count. You don't count. Now I'm just messing with you. I'll go sing it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lately because uh, I, I think I think everybody out here know all the words in that song. 
But you know, it, it was a Stevie Wonder song, you know. I'm, I'm going to say uh, Come and Talk to Me only because we got the remix too. So I, I'm going to go with Come and Talk to Me. You got the original and the remix. Uh, that's what S.com was talking about. She talked about the Come and Talk to Me remix. Yeah, can't beat that. I play that now. I play that now and the girls go crazy. Shaunis, oh, big O, big O said lately. Big O Shaunis said lately. Yeah, but you know what though, man? I'm gonna be honest, man. Casey Haley was born to do two things. Man, he could have only been he could have only been two things. He could only be a great entertainer or a crackhead. That is the uh, only thing Casey Haley could have. First been. of all, he, he was a crackhead. Well, he was alcoholic. Nah, nah, bro. If somebody told you, if somebody told you Casey smoked crack, would you be like, nah, I don't believe you? No, I definitely would. I definitely, <laughs> would. I definitely would. I'd be like, crack. I was like, he probably smoked the rap or the crack was in. Like, hey, how, how close, do y'all know how close the A's they are? Who? Casey and Casey JoJo. and JoJo. I don't know, is JoJo older? I don't know, no, I, I'm asking y'all. I got no idea. Man. But to me, it seemed like, uh, you know, JoJo was, was straight, you know, when they first started. And then he, uh, <laughs> He he been hanging with KC too long. <laughs> he started getting out, you know, a little messed up like KC too. He started getting fidgety. Yeah, it was like it was like uh, JoJo was uh was on point. He was serious about him, but then you know things happen. Well, right here, according to Wikipedia, you know Wikipedia is always our friend. Let's bring it up right here. These boys from North Carolina. Well, they say they twin. They from Wingate. Yep. Nope. They say Monroe, North Carolina. KC is the oldest. KC was born in '69, and JoJo was born in '71. Ah, uh, yeah. So he's two flew. years apart. Yep. Oh, they, they are. They are old. They old. Old. I thought they was younger than that. Nah, man. They, you know, they ten years older than us. Well, right. well ten so years older than us. Now, we when they came out. Yeah, we should go. <laughs> We forgot Aaron was it. Yeah, you know, I'm about to say maybe he was. Man, he was your freshman year in college when they came out. <laughs> they about the same age as Aaron. That is not. It's not true. It's yeah. very, very far from the truth. So what, what, what year was born? Seven four. I'm, I'm 37. I'm 37. <laughs> okay, we, that's the. You gonna stick with that one? Hey, at least he's smart enough yeah. to tell the same lie. Hey man, I'm 37. <laughs> We talk about birthdays, man. We got to give a shout out, man. We got to give a shout out to my bestie. It's uh, Dr. Norcia Bird birthday out there. I got to give a shout out to my bestie. It's her, her birthday. So we give a shout out to her. Happy birthday, Bird. And then, you know. Happy, happy birthday, everybody. Birthday. <laughs> I could have took you so long to say happy birthday, Chance. Oh, oh Chance. <laughs> took you happy a long birthday. time. <laughs> Oh man, that sounds sound like a little hate. He he was begrudgingly saying happy birthday. His oh, go ahead with that. They got beef. Happy birthday. They got beef. Beef. I was going LeBron spoke first. Hey. No man, don't put boy. You would throw me under the bus. No, I just said I was waiting till after you stopped talking for me to say happy birthday. All also. I said was happy birthday, bird. That ain't take that long. And then, and then I said happy birthday, also. <laughs> You're like, happy birthday, happy birthday. Okay, uh, uh, but yeah, man, uh, what was it? Yeah, Casey, Casey, man, them, 
I, I'm not gonna. I don't know if you ever seen seen them in concert. They do the funniest shit, man. Uh, KC will get on his bodyguard's shoulders, and I'm talking about on his <laughs> neck. And this fool will walk through the crowd, and he on his bodyguard neck, and he's singing as he walked through the crowd. And JoJo would just start sitting on the stage, singing back up, and he he's sitting on the edge of the stage. This is dog. This it is fucking hilarious, dog. But it is like the greatest thing ever. And can't neither one of them sing anymore. Both of them done lost it. They done lost it. But it is just it's still great. It's still two greatest entertainers, man. It well, they probably great. can't entertain now because uh, JoJo he got he had a stroke, so. Oh, he did? I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That, that remind me of, uh, you know, New Edition had a, like, a little reunion concert or whatever. And then, you know, Bobby Brown was on there. Like, he do one song, take two songs off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was struggling out there. But, hey, oh, Bobby, he's still trying to get it, though. He's still trying to get it, man. But, you know, it, it man, it's funny, though. It ain't funny, but... I guess with some of these artists, though, when they had all their vices and stuff going on, they made their best music, man. Because I, I know I love me some Mary J. Blige. I love some Mary J. Blige. But her best albums was when Mary was 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 Mary was a wreck. You know what I'm saying? When Mary, Mary might have had, she might have had some substance abuse problems or something. <laughs> when the best albums came out. Matter of fact, when she was messing with Casey. Oh yeah, she put out some good music then. Yeah, when she was out there in the streets, she's putting out that good music. Some of the best. But speaking of concerts, I know we got to wrap it up soon. You know, Janet Jackson uh, came to Columbia recently. Yeah, I saw and, uh, that man. I saw. Yeah, music, if man. she ain't popped that titty out, I don't know about it. Did you see all the what's called though? You see how country, how, how country them folks represented us in their mm. videos and stuff, the way they were dressed. Man, them girls was out there and they finest, man. I seen somebody with some shorts, some uh, fishnets, some heel. It was just weird. It was a whole weird lot of ensembles going on out there. Oh, that, fool, that fool talking about ensembles. Ensembles. They was weird. <laughs> like we look real country. Man, them girls was out there and they was like, boy, you stupid, boy. Yeah, I seen a couple wrestling outfits too. I told them last year, last summer, don't wear them outfits. I seen about 300 Andre the Giant outfits out there. Yeah. One. Had the one strap. Yeah, had the one strap. Yeah. I seen a couple of them. I think one of them was orange and like a brown one. Like they even picking bad colors. <laughs> you got them fall colors on in the spring. You got some of them dressing for the body they want, not the body they have. There you go. And you had some of the men out there dressing for the job they wanted, not the ones they had. Because they looked like they was somebody preacher deacon. I was like, man, we ain't doing that. You say that for the maze concert. Man, oh, man, oh, man. So, man, did we even come? Man, I think we was all split on that one, man. You know, we had uh, Come and Talk to Me Lately or Forever My Lady, man. We were split on that one, man. You know, Jodeci got some hits, man. Yes, sir. Jodeci so got some we, great ones, man. It's hard. It's you hard. You can't to go choose. wrong. To be honest, you can't go wrong with neither one of them. Mm -mm -mm. Oh well, oh well. Well, check this, man. We're running close to the edge, man. We're gonna have to get out of here. We're gonna have to get out of here, as always, man. We start off with the president. You got any parting shots you want to say? Uh, not really, man. Just uh, everybody, like a uh, like we always say, you know, love on your people, man. Uh, take care, everybody. 
love, peace, and happiness, all that good stuff. Man, I wish you was original. You can come up with your own stuff. Still got to steal it somebody else's line. Steal other people's line. Come up with your own line. LBZ. I'm never, I'll steal yours too. LBZ. You got anything Yo, you gonna say before we get out of here? Man, I'm, I'm just going to say it's prom season, everybody. It's a lot going on um, here in Columbia, uh, Saturday night or whatever, Friday night. There was a shooting after one of the high school proms, man. Mm. Y'all let, let the kids be kids, man. Let them have fun. Don't go and uh, mess up nobody else's memories and cause nobody else's family no pain, man. If you got craziness on your mind, just stay away from people, man, and, and go sit down in your room by yourself, man. But let these kids be kids and enjoy the prom so they can have something to talk about. Go play Grand Theft Auto or something. Yeah, so Shooting mad because he ain't getting no cut up after prom, man. You won't ruin it I, for everybody else. Hey, I thought that was the purpose of prom, but that ain't my been long, 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 long time ago. Long time ago. Long, long time ago. Hey, hey, Ron, man, you got any important shots you want to say before we get out of here? Hey, Ron. Yeah, man. Uh, black men go to the doctor. Go mm. get yourself checked out. Check your blood pressure, cholesterol. That's killing us faster than any bullet out there. Watch what you eat. Be safe, love on your women that you have. And uh, that's about it, man. Y'all try to stay safe and pass a, a few words of encouragement to these young boys, because they need it. Man, I, yes, like that. I like that, I like that, man. Love on your women, you know, especially if you got multiple. Love on all of them, all of your women. <laughs> well, check this, man. It's been another great, great episode of the RIP 28 podcast, man. This is a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. I want to let everybody know, baby, it's sundress season. Panties are always optional. We'll holler. See you next week on the RIP 28 podcast. <laughs> but if you shake like what Sly showed us earlier. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's sundresses day for everybody. No, <laughs> you, you got, pan, you got pancakes. You got a couple pancakes. Don't even wear a sundress. Just put on some slacks. Put on some slacks, young man. Ain't no use in wearing if you if you feel like a little boy, don't wear no sundress. Oh. Hey. Hey, hey.